We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. All podcasts presented by... Twisted Tea, Ole Miss uh, Bowl Prep beginning this week, heading into the Peach Bowl. These were 30th, 11 o'clock Central Time against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Ole Miss with a uh, selected players press conference today. Yesterday, they officially accepted the uh, invite from uh, Gary Stoken and the Peach Bowl representative there uh, Lane got in, a free, uh, in Oxford. Uh, Lane got free Chick-fil-A. Free yeah. Chick-fil-A for uh, Mr. Kiffin. Um, it's the question I was dying to ask. I'm not a big enough jerk to do it, but I want to say, Lane, what are the odds, one to a hundred, that you would eat one bite of Chick Fil A? Grilled nuggets, salads, stuff. Maybe you don't think so? Um, I got my doubts. I mean, Nick eats a little a couple little little debbies every morning. Yeah, I don't. I don't think side salad with ranch. I don't think Lane's taking too many bites of anything that's off the. Very approved list. Okay. It's Wednesday, so I'll get to your question six in the uh, stream in a, in a second. I'm always looking for content on Wednesday, especially in the off season, is uh, football regular season for college is uh, is over. But look, it's only a few days away from bowl season. Sunday starts the whole run or something, right? Isn't it Sunday? Saturday. Sunday? Saturday. I saw Tech was reporting to Shreveport today for the Independence <laughs> Bowl. They were popping. They were promoting that on social media this morning. Can't imagine how exciting that sixty-four were, mile drive was. They were showing all the uh, or Texas Tech, sorry, oh, uh, Texas Tech, Louisiana. No, Tech. no, no, Texas Tech. They were showing the uh, the packing of the bags and all the gear, and they were playing Mel McDaniel's Louisiana Saturday Night in the background. I mean, they were <laughs> social media it up. The Red Raiders headed to uh, to Shreveport for the uh, the Independence Bowl. Every time I think about Texas Tech, I think about Campbell's friend Megan, whose parents went to Texas Tech, and they're always their threat. On her when and when she was in school was hey grades up or guns up <laughs> <laughs> try us <laughs> yeah. grades up or guns up oh that's uh that's that's good oh lord uh we'll get into the plenty of things here today with uh Megan with if you're you. listening to the podcast miss you hope you're doing well 
She avoided Lubbock. She did. Avoided Lubbock for uh, yeah. for the college destination. She's working in Austin now. Oh, really? Megan is. Yep. It's better than Lubbock. I would think. I think that's probably better than Lubbock. Again, uh, all podcasts presented by Twisted T here on MPW Digital and the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. You can go ahead into the beer cave for the weekend. You got all those bowl games, bowl season. I know you're going to watch every single one of them. Have some alcohol to go with that. Stop into the beer cave. Lunch special is five sixty nine. A couple sides of bread and any size fountain drink as well. A lot of options. Clean convenience store and more. And again, you can take from the Clark Ford Studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the Campbell Clinic hotline, the Campbell Clinic's in Oxford now, 2608 South Lamar Boulevard, Suite 102, just across the street from the cottages at Hooper Hollow. Uh, the Campbell Clinic provides full-service orthopedic care, everything from sports medicine to foot and ankle surgery to spine and total joint care to pediatric orthopedics, physical therapy, and more. To book an appointment, go to CampbellClinicOxford.com or call 901-759-3111. Walk-ins always welcome at the Campbell Clinic Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yes, the uh, SEC football schedule is going to be released tonight. The programming for that, um, 6.30, is that right, for the, the time for that? I have, I, no, I, I have no clue. I've got it here. Hold on. The time for that this evening. You know, is, I, you know me. I hate schedule shows. You do. 6 o'clock. Just release the Central. schedule. You don't need to have a show. SEC schedule reveal on ESPN, the main network. Ooh, it's, all, it's all leaked out already. Uh, only two schools fully, Ole Miss and Georgia. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. And then select games that ESPN leaked some of them, much to the, the dismay of Greg Sankey. And then uh, I saw this morning Alabama officially announced their uh, game with Georgia for a date and a time on that one, September the 28th, for the uh, Tide and the Bulldogs. Yes, uh, Keith Carter saying yesterday that should know something about the uh, Thanksgiving Saturday date thing uh, soon for the Egg Bowl. Most people believe it's, it's on Thanksgiving. Be Thanksgiving. Yeah, it, I just don't think anybody wants to say it out loud yet. Uh, the schedule was correct that was in the calendar, so all you guys know the 2024 schedule for Ole Miss tonight. There's not a lot of uh, secrecy as it pertains to uh, Ole Miss and the Rebels and what it looks like. Uh, what it looks like. Th- this evening so watch the rest of the sec stuff if you'd like but that's not going to be a uh, surprise for you hayden harris is better to eat real food for breakfast or have a shake everything i hear is that you should either eat protein or nothing for breakfast fast or get something that's going to stay with you for a little while refined carbs are the worst thing you can do yes protein or or fast yeah like scramble some eggs sir people don't like hearing that we talk about just in general Okay. Yeah. General nutrition question. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, thanks for the super chat. I got to scroll up to get okay. to it. Hold on. Sure. Jackson Norris says uh, it's Wednesday close to Christmas. So do you watch Christmas movies? If so, which ones? And <laughs> what's the most overrated? So I'm already can... getting popped on movie takes this week. So I'm a little scared. I know. Uh, we, at this get, point. we get we get criticized for our pop culture takes. Yeah. And I freely admit. Because like, if you agree with them, you just move on. Yeah. So you don't get credit for the things that you agree with. It's the things that annoy you. That it's like a columnist. Um, 
I, I did. I was looking through something on YouTube the other day, and I came across, and they did. It was two guys doing their top five, like doing like a draft of the top five Christmas movies, and it shows you that the millennials and the young kids, and how it differs from even me or you. They did ten picks, and Christmas Vacation did not make the list. Whoa! I mean, I was, I was getting frustrated watching it play out. And I'm like, Shay, stop! It's two dudes on the internet. It's okay. Wow. What were the ten? They started off with Elf. Um, it's okay. I mean, but they had some weird stuff on there. They had like that Klaus or whatever on there. Like they had like some really random stuff. Yeah, I hadn't seen that. They didn't choose Christmas Vacation. They didn't choose Polar Express. Um, Polar Express is a weird film now. It's a weird, a weird film. There's a lot there. <laughs> now, I generally like it, but it's 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 got. I think Elf and Home Alone stuff. were the top two picks. I'm with you on Home Alone. Home Alone's it's it's one of the movies up for the National Film Registry this year to get like the you know the acclaim for that. Uh, no, Home Alone's great. I have no issue with Home Alone. I find myself not really watching Home Alone two if it's on really. Yeah, it, the original is the one I want. It's hard to top the original. Yeah, and it's the same thing. I mean, we yeah. you, you you leave you leave your kid alone again. Well, it's, and hey, I have an issue. It's hey, let's go make some more money. Or no, yeah, hey, and I'm with you. Go for it. It made a lot of money. It did. It's all cool. All good. It's fine. They did realize at least for the third, they had to change the characters and do some things. And Macaulay Culkin could not get let left left home a third time. That would be a problem at that point. You know, Home Alone three is a different main character. Different because family. at some point, it's just child abuse. CPS should be called, yes, yeah. at some point on, on on this one. The second time CPS is getting called. Um, Home Alone, Christmas Vacation, and then, look, I, all you guys make fun of my lack of liking saccharin. Give me It's a Wonderful Life. I'm good. Once a year, close to Christmas, I'm in. Yeah, I don't want to watch it on July the 5th, and I don't really want to watch it twice. But no, let's, let's do the George Bailey thing once right before Christmas. I'm, I'm all good. I have no issue there whatsoever. Yeah, it's good. What you're, no, you're no, wanting no. to disagree? I, no, I'm not. I'm 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 waiting for you to do our annual take on the movie that that gets people all worked up. Well, I did it the I'm, other day, and I already got called. It's Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's not close to a Christmas movie. Now I'm talking about the one that they play over and over on a loop. Oh, you think that day. pisses people off even more? It pisses people off. And that was in that draft that made it. A Christmas story. It's actually on at the theater right now. You can go watch it. And it's like, hold on. But why? Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> why in the world? You mean I can't just turn TBS on and watch it for 24 straight hours here soon? <laughs> but I was. I was looking for the time for Trolls the other day, and I ran across it, and it was like a Christmas story. I was like, hold on. Is it the same one? Or are they yes. remaking? No, I think it's the same one. It, it's a film with no point. That's the problem. It is a slow, bad film with no point. I mean, it's just kind of like... Yes, a, he wants a BB gun. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, he, kid sticks his tongue to a pole. Okay, cool. Sweet. Gets in a fight. I, that's the thing. I don't... It's not even... Look, there's some really bad Christmas movies. I'm not saying it's the worst Christmas movie. I'm saying, why does it have the acclaim it has? That's the point. Is Why is that the one that we feel to celebrate and shove down our throats for a full day every Christmas You think season. it's nostalgic for uh, an older generation? What's it the remi- generation? R- reminds me, like, my parents' age. Reminds them of Christmases when they were young. Kind of reminds them of their time growing up. 
in the same way that like if you throw a bunch of 80s stuff at me i can get kind of nostalgic about it okay what happens to the turkey again he loves turkey but the turkey falls to the dog eats the turkey or something because they end up at the chinese restaurant isn't that what happens yeah i think i mean you're acting like i sit down and analyze this film every year but yeah that's because i I've only watched it one time all the way through, I think. I think I've only made myself sit here and go, nope, I'm just going to watch the movie and give it a fair shake yeah. from beginning to end. Because typically, yeah, you're catching it in 10-minute segments. Just sort of if you scroll through and you catch it for a minute or you're at a party and it's on or something. Bad party. Yeah, dog eats it. It... Okay, that, that, that's that's a good point because I, I like that movie too, Ginger. It's a good point. Family Man, really good movie. But is it a Christmas movie? I don't know that I've seen that one. Uh, Nick Cage, T. Leone. He is like the high powered executive, and basically an angel comes down and changes his life to what would have been had he married his like girlfriend that he left to try to be successful, and he gets transported into that life for like a week or however long it is. Oh. And he grows to where he really starts liking that life, and then he gets sent back, and the whole deal. And it's all shaped around Christmas, and it's obviously kind of a it's a wonderful life type thing. I mean, it's very much a play off that. But I can't sit here at the same time and do the "Hey, Die Hard" by no chance, and then go, "No, it's one hundred percent." Because I mean, it's 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 a pretty good movie year around. It's not it's not completely Christmas oriented in that way. So, but yeah, really good movie. It, it's one that I do try to find. Uh, most holiday seasons. Yeah, hate on it all you want. It's a good movie. I, I don't care. It's fine. I'm I'm comfortable with my crappy picks. I'm frustrated. Ginger says definitely a Christmas movie. Seriously, it's a modern ghost of Christmas, past, future. I understand. I, I I get it. I'm just saying it's it's mainstream in a way that I have a hard time not noticing that I'm being a hypocrite if I go completely all in on that and then all the other way on on Die Hard. That's all I'm saying. Well, well, we're literally not agreeing. Bing says TBS doing it twenty four seven is a bit much, but it's the only Christmas movie everyone can agree on. No, it's not the only Christmas no. movie everyone can agree on. No, it's not. Home Alone or Christmas Vacation are the movies most people will agree on. Yeah, you'll find very few percentages that go nope. I mean, who really goes no? Home Alone sucks. Like nobody does. No, that. it's really good. Jimmy Chase isn't funny. That movie blows. It's like shut up. No, that movie's it's funny. funny. It's very funny. I mean, I mean, you can watch it a thousand times and still find funny stuff in it. It's remarkably well done, in fact. Yes, the Chris Christmas movie of all time, Rocky Four. I apologize. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we solved global, global, global conflict and celebrated the holidays at the same yeah, time. I mean, it's awesome. There's probably a Christmas tree at some point in the movie. A red, white, and blue Christmas tree. It would be, yes. That's, that is... Uh, that is very accurate. No, I, I, look, I, I get into the Christmas spirit. I like ba even bad Christmas movies in the holidays, those last five or six days before Christmas. I do. Like, that's it's probably my favorite time of the year is like those three or four really slow days before Christmas where you can just watch crap movies and kind of hang out. And... I can't wait for the slow days. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm so excited about, like, the 21st of December. Oh, my God. I might wake up and just hug the calendar that day. Ryan, that is like I, I know we're just being stupid here on a Wednesday now because it's whatever. But that, that I do think of all the Christmas vacation moments, I laughed the most because it was on the other night. 
was when he tells him to bend over and he'll show you. And he goes, I wasn't talking to you. And the look on her face when he says it is, is where I crack up every single time. I can't help it. <sighs> yeah, Iron Man 3 should not be listed under Holiday on Disney. Jingle All the Way is a horrocious, horrific movie. Horrocious, that's not a word. Horrific movie. Um, or Christmas is not bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not awful. No, it's fine. Because a holiday movie, the curve automatically comes down. We're not expecting Citizen Kane or The Godfather here. Just entertain us. Throw a little sentimentality, a little nostalgia in there. When they throw like the, the cartoon Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Frosty the Snowman, do you stop and watch? Yeah, I like those. Yeah, I, yeah. I They're too. sentimental to me. Yeah. Very Charlie Brown Christmas. I can remember as a kid knowing Charlie Brown Christmas was coming on at 7 o'clock and it was exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I grew up in a little different era than you did. I'm just older enough to have experienced a different TV world. Yeah, where it was really basic like that in yeah. a way. I, maybe that's not the word. Yeah. But, but I can remember being like six, seven years old and that coming on at 7 o'clock on CBS I, and you were excited. I really like The Family Stone, but it's a tough movie sometimes depending on your mood. I, I do think it's a Christmas movie. It's one I watch every year, but it it that's that's a that's a, that's a hard movie. You, you, you better be in the right mood for that. I don't think I've seen that one. You better be in the right mood. Yeah, I don't. It, it it gets a little. It can get a little sad. You don't want sad Christmas movies. Ginger doesn't like the Santa Claus. The original is okay. It, Miracle on Thirty First Fourth Street. Oh, that's good. You in? Yeah, I like okay. that. Yeah. All right. I like that one. So you like the old timey stuff, like the the original classics, kind of. As it pertains to Christmas, yeah, movies, I mean holidays. I think, yeah, I think so. But in general, no, I'm. I'm like I prefer modern stuff to, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, there are a couple moments in Family Stone where I get physically uncomfortable, even though I'm watching the movie. That I, I need to almost get up or walk around or close my eyes. Like it, 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 it it's, it's, it's grind. Yeah. I do remember when the TV actually went off. You get like the American flag mm-hmm. at the end of the night or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they do. What the, time was this? Like eleven o'clock midnight. TV went off. We got nothing. Went to bed. <laughs> Slept like a normal person. When did that change? What year was that changed? Like 79, 80, 81. Whenever like TBS and CNN and all that stuff started popping up and it was like a magical new world. No joke. I mean, ESPN. I remember like ESPN started out like, what's this? Oh, it's true. It's a new world, man. It was like that was eight seventy nine somewhere in there. I've read that book, uh, James Miller's oral history on ESPN, the really really long tome that it is. It's it's well done. If anybody really cares, it's 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 a good book. He did ESPN and he did Saturday Night Live, like the history uh, of those are two that I have I've, I've read from him. Just a totally different era. I mean, I can't even imagine like what. My parents are 81. I can't even imagine. Like, well, they, they must look at what... I mean, they've adjusted to it, obviously, because they've lived it. But you know they look back on when, like, when they were growing up in the 50s and think, there's no way you could have imagined this. So, yeah, you came into... You were very much aware and conscious of ESPN and MTV coming in. Oh, yeah. And... Like, WTBS had Saturday night tracks or whatever it was called. 
Like they played music videos. I can remember on Christmas Eve, WTBS would play like music videos into the wee hours of the morning, and that was like you were excited about it. Um, trivia first MTV music video. What was it? When it Did came I on? remember? No, that it came on when MTV debuted. What was the first video it showed? I'm gonna guess Michael Jackson, but I don't know. They went very tongue in cheek. The Buggles video killed the radio star. Oh. The Bengals? The Buggles. B U G G L E S. Oh, right? I don't remember them. Isn't that correct? I don't know. You might be right. Yeah. I think I'm right. Yeah. That was the first video on. Like, I don't know if you MTV. remember this. Like, I don't know if people remember how big Michael Jackson was. Like when Thriller came out. Yeah, I don't I don't have a good concept for that. He was the most recognizable human on the planet. Michael Jackson was huge. Like you lined up to go to wherever it was Kmart or wherever it was to get his um cassette. Cassette. Yeah. For, first CD you ever bought. No, I don't remember. You don't remember? No. When we got married, Laura had this massive CD collection. It's still in the sunk. in the little bond, oh, little yeah. binder things. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I mean, I huge. lived through that. Like in high school, I mean, I would like in our car, we had like the huge CD cases. You'd have to pull out from under the seat, and you'd have them itemized, and there'd be a lot of mixed CDs and, and CDs you burned yourself with song mixes and stuff oh, yeah. on them. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was hey that, that was heyday for us before before you moved on. I mean, my car has a CD player, but I don't think I ever put I've ever. I know I haven't ever put a CD in it. Mm-mm. I can't. I couldn't tell you the last CD I put in a. It's been years. I think I have a CD player. I'm ninety nine percent sure I have a CD player in my car. Do you have one? It's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, sure. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I was sitting there thinking he's going to ask me if I have one, and I don't know. Uh, the Buggles were an English new wave band formed in Wimbledon, London in 1977. Um, video Kill the Radio Star topped the UK singles chart and reached number one in 15 other countries. It's chosen as the song to launch MTV in 1981. So yes, the uh, the Buggles is the the hardcore sports fan is going to be pissed off at this podcast. But I, I really, what is going on? I don't, Please I, tell me the topic that we are missing. I today. don't know what to give you today. I really you don't. have a ton of stories in the admin for recruits that could commit. They haven't committed yet. They haven't. So I, I don't know. You know how pissed off I'm going to be if like none of them commit ever. I'm I'm delete because that ha- that's happened before. I've had to delete like multiple pre written, and you just kind of watch your work go up in flames, even though it's not particularly good work. <laughs> Mitchell says, Take On Me by AHA was the first ever music video. Okay. I'll okay. take your word I remember for it. that song. Too Legit MC Hammer first tape. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll buy that. Wow, I didn't know that. Grind says, Michael Jackson never did a tour for Thriller, but it's still the highest selling album ever. Yeah, he did the tour before Thriller. Where he caught his hair on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Pepsi. Oh, yeah. I mean, Michael Jackson made Pepsi a threat to Coke. That was real. For a minute. Oh, yeah. Because of him. Yeah. He was, people just, it's hard to put it. Because he words. was that dude. It's hard, like to, that, he it, was it, it's hard to put into words. It's, it's. Because that doesn't exist today. 
I mean, the closest thing that exists to it today is Taylor Swift, and it's nowhere near the same thing. He, he just dominated the land. And we have so much more now. Yeah. Back then, it was a vacuum. So if you had one thing. People dressed like him. People tried to, the moonwalk thing. It was just, it was just bigger than, like, I've talked to, my kids have asked me about it. And I'm like, I can't really describe it to you. It's not like anything you've ever experienced because yeah. your world's so different than the world I grew up in. Yeah, I get it. All right, I do have some sports topics. I'll get to that in a uh, second. But first, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. Holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating to a day of complete rest, remember to uh, love yourself this holiday season. Give therapy a try. Again, it's a great time to uh, talk to somebody. Got a lot of stuff going on with holidays. It's not always a perfect thing for every family, every person. So let them help you out at BetterHelp. They um, have the ability to give somebody with no preconceived notions, no family member with their own opinions, just someone who's there for you. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge in the season of giving. Give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com slash MPW today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-P-W. Uh, we're also uh, joined, joined. We're also uh, presented by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. If you're searching for residential or commercial properties in Oxford or Tupelo, contact Whitney McNutt for amazing professional service and support. Contact Whitney at Whitney at tmhomes.com dot com or six six two five six seven two five seven three. If you need stocking stuff or ideas, it's not too late to get uh, some dead soxy. Uh, just go to deadsoxy.com, promo code Rebel Grove, get thirty three percent off at uh, Dead Soxy. Best socks you'll put on your feet. Are you retiring soon? How long should you wait to take Social Security? Should you consider Roth conversions? These are just some of the questions that can only be answered with the personalized retirement income plan. Andrew Sego with Sego Wealth Management specializes in helping folks just like you come up with their retirement game plan. Uh, whether you meet at his office in Collierville or prefer Zoom from anywhere, schedule a free discovery meeting and see what they can do for you. It's rebelsretire.com. We'll have a hand-raised guys tomorrow afternoon, possibly the last hand-raised guys of uh, 2023. We're running out of time and schedules are getting weird. Uh, brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. And they're also sponsoring uh, my coverage of the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'll be in Atlanta starting December the 26th. All of our coverage from Atlanta will be brought to you by Comer and Southern. Different names, same great products and services, same great people. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the power to, to uh, provide customers, uh, with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just one dollar. That's right, every item starts at just one dollar, no matter what the retail value may be. So shop now at astock.bid. That's a s t o c k dot b i d. Download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. They've got multiple locations around Nashville, Memphis, Indiana, and more coming soon that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And we're brought to you by the College Corner. If you're uh, getting some last-minute Christmas shopping done, go to collegecornerstore.com. They've got all the Ole Miss Peach Bowl uh, gear for you if you're heading over to Atlanta. 
or if uh, you're buying a gift for uh, the Ole Miss fan in your life, they also have uh, two locations in Jackson, one in Oxford, the one in Oxford, more than 4,000 square feet of the best Rebel gear. Again, collegecornerstore.com. Podcast brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation is getting close to the end of 2023, so you need to make year-end donations for tax purposes. Call the foundation. They'll walk you through their philanthropic giving initiatives, whether it's the Vault Society or Empower. Both initiatives give you a tax-deductible way to support the Champions Now campaign. If you're working on estate planning, call the foundation to discuss Forever Ole Miss. For further information, 662-915-7159, give to athletics.com. And remember, Peach Bowl tickets on sale at OleMissTicks.com. Yeah, Lane Kiffin an hour ago uh, with quite the shark tweet. I don't know what that means. Maybe they're all committing at one time. Maybe it's, maybe it's going to be a mass commitment. That would be uh, fine with me. For the Rebels, he, uh, he tweeted out, Six shark emojis and then a a picture of a shark as well. So um, it's an Instagram reel of um, white sharks uh, off the coast of San Clemente Island. It's actually a, a video of that Marine speaking at a graduation ceremony or something. I mean, it, it's a pretty popular video on YouTube, like motivational or whatever, but apparently that's... I think Lane was just finding a image that had to do with a shark, but he ended up pulling about Marines off San Clemente Island, so I don't know. Sure. I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know if you heard, but the quiet period starts Sunday. <laughs> Thank you, God. I literally woke up this morning going, okay, so who's coming in next weekend? Then I'm like, wait, wait. It's had to look up quiet period stuff. It starts Sunday. Totally it's, lost track of time. It's Admiral William McRaven, and I think he is saying that if you get into it, into the waters with a shark, you're supposed to stand your ground and not try to get away from it. Um, that they train you to punch the shark. Because I know this play with bears, right? There's like one bear that you're supposed to just stand still and ignore, and there's one where he's coming to get you, so you might as well try to fight even though you're going to lose. It's like the black bear who they basically go, look, you're you're screwed. You're done. So you might as well. See if you can't happen to get lucky. Basically protect your middle and maybe, I mean, in, in all seriousness, maybe they just rip an arm off or something. Like try to protect your vital organs. Wednesday podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how. Sorry. Took a somber note there. I'd rather not go fight a bear. Or a shark. Would you rather fight a shark or a bear? Probably a shark. Your odds of survival are much better around a shark who might just ignore you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. News value out of uh, yesterday's uh, Peach Bowl ceremony seemed uh, pretty light. Um, (laughs) Really? I walked out of there going, God, I can't wait to write all this. I actually wrote a story from that. It was... It was more of just one of those days where you go, okay, like it's it's just another like image of where Ole Miss is as a program today, and you go, okay, great, and you move on. We know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Lates and over here in his Grove Collective pullover, and you've got the, you know, the access bowl and the deal and the P 
PR that comes along with it, and you go, okay. I mean, like this is this is this kind of crap is your reward for yeah what you what you have done. Not every school gets one of these stupid things, so no. you do it and you move no, on. You do you, it. Peach, the Peach Bowl people are great. They always are. They're phenomenal. Yeah, um, they're very happy. Always good. Yeah. No, it, it's a fantastic bowl game. It's a great. Bowl. I know a lot of people don't go. Yeah. Hey, you're having to go to Atlanta. It's a great bowl game. Yeah, it's a great bowl game. They do a great job. They're in the playoff rotation. The playoffs start next year. They get a Big Ten SEC matchup. They're happy. It's going to sell out. They're good. It's good. It's a great bowl. It's a great reward for the kids. Players, I should say. They're not kids. They're paid professional athletes. Yeah. Um, they, they report to Atlanta on Christmas Day and start practicing on the 26th on site and there'll be lots of stuff that they do and yeah you obviously felt did you write those commitment stories out of fear or out of expectation where do you think things stand with any of those Uh, guys both there's one that i'm starting to wonder about yeah, a little too. bit, just because the, tr- other, the, the, the other stuff. The is, trigger is not being pulled, too. Yeah, and then there's another one that I kind of wonder about because I've okay, this is this is bad pod, and I'm super sorry, but I can't say it. I'll just simply say that sometimes there's things going on that nobody's aware of, and sometimes what's true. And I wrote this. This is not meant to be cryptic, although it applies to this particular prospect. Sometimes what's true on Sunday or Monday is just not true on Wednesday anymore. It doesn't mean that it wasn't true on Sunday or Monday. It just means that it's changed. People don't like the word fluid for some reason. I kind of do because I understand it. I I think it's because people want things to be concrete. Yeah, and we're not writing it in stone. It just... Yeah, things... People and a lot of factors here. Things are fluid. There's people around these people. There's other programs that are trying to get involved. As of today, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. This is where it sits. Yeah. And, you know, the other – here's the thing, too. Ole Miss went 10-2. and two. Missouri went 10-2. and two. I mean, we obviously live in a world, if you see a business is doing really well, what, 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 what do you try to do? Hey, what are they doing? That, how do we emulate that? How do we get that success? So a lot of people look at what Lane's done at Ole Miss, what Drinkwitz has done at Missouri, and they go, okay, well, we need to jump in the portal. And they have. And even if you go by the Tyler Siski theory of, hey, whatever price you hear, cut it in half, the prices are up. And then you have retention costs. It's just you can't you can't just go, hey, we're just going to go get everybody. Like there's the, the defensive back from uh, Georgia. I think his name is Ryland or Nyland. I can't remember. Ole Miss does not appear to be in on him. And there was a – Something on the board, he's talking about Arkansas and North Carolina and Pitt. Someone goes, enjoy losing. And it's like, it's not really about that. It's about getting paid. And I know that's a hard thing for people that are hardcore recruiting people. It's not about all that other stuff. It's about getting paid. Yeah. And so, yeah, if you can make, and I'm just throwing numbers out, $650,000 at school A, and only win six games, or you can make two hundred thousand at school B and maybe go to an access bowl, they're gonna choose A every time. It's a payday. 
in a sport where there is no future guaranteed payday. So it allows for a team to get someone that sure. frankly makes no sense sure. competitively. Sure. And there's teams that programs, I should say, that have poured more money into the portal this year than they did a year ago. A lot more teams. And where Ole Miss is trying to do is when money is relatively the same, be the portal destination school that almost kind of does what Bama and Georgia does out of high school and go, Hey, we take care of the portal guys. We can, yeah. we, we, into, you know, we integrate you, we move you forward. You yeah. go to the NFL, you yeah. do all these things. Yeah. 100%. You don't go here and chaos happens. Our locker room's good. And what's happening. And I'll use that kid as an example. I think his name is Nylon green. I, I, I can't keep all these kids names. I'm, yeah. I'll freely admit I was behind. I'm still catching up. There's, I'm, there, I'm not going to get there, but I'm, there's just no lack of effort. But use him as an example. Three years ago, he stays at Georgia and develops. It is not green. Okay. He stays at Georgia and develops. He was a five-star recruit, but it didn't work out immediately. So he jumps back in the portal, and he's going to get a big payday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, somebody's going to... Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, I've, I've heard numbers. There are multiple programs that last year sort of looked at the portal and went, this thing's not going to work. This is not the wave of the future. This is not sustainable. Or even put on their moral superiority high horse and said, this is just wrong. Those programs now are like, screw that. We're in. And they have resources. And so they're players in the market. And the more players that are in the market, and when I say players, I mean buyers in the market, it's good for the it's good for the supply, the athletes. I mean, like 
It's a kid from Tennessee. I can't think of his name right now. Defensive end that jumped in the portal. That I think Ole Miss is in on him. There's talk that he might come this weekend. I haven't confirmed that. I don't know. There was talk that he was visiting. I think on three reported that he's visiting Missouri. So I asked a couple people at Missouri, hey, is he coming there? And they checked, and they don't have anything lined up yet. Mm-hmm. They said his price tag is, quote, very, very high. Really? Yeah. And that doesn't mean he'll get it, right? I mean, you can – I could take one of these football helmets and put it on eBay and ask for $100,000. Probably won't get it, but it's it's not against the law for me to ask for it. So these guys, they're I'll throw a number out there and see what happens. They're asking for prices. So, you know, it's, it's who knows where it all shakes out. And like you take Ole Miss, for example, they princely Uman Leon. I can't, I'm going to learn yeah. how to say his name. You're probably going to have to. Probably. But let's just say, and I think as of right now, he'll end up at Ole Miss. Yeah. But let's say something changes in the next 24 hours for the sake of this argument, okay? And he ends up at Nebraska, okay? I don't. Again, I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to end up at Ole Miss. I've got a story written. But let's say he does. Well, then all of a sudden, the kid from Tennessee becomes a higher priority. And now you have to just decide, hey, do we have to pay a little extra here to get this done because we really need this piece? That's how this works. Yeah, a person's price tag changes depending on how badly said team needs the person. It's not a unilateral, I'm just worth $700,000 no matter what. I'm just throwing a number out there. So no, once you lose a couple, you have to overpay for somebody else or you would just end up dead at the position to begin with. And Look, I mean, you start looking, Tyler Barron, you start looking at where... Ole Miss's roster is shaped right now, and assuming nothing happens at the running back position the way we understand it, they probably need a backup running back. Need a number two. Yeah. Now we don't know anything really about where Rascano is in his development. Mm-hmm. He's just been non-existent outside of special teams. Now they're super high on this kid that is going to commit tomorrow. Yeah, Lacey. Thank you. I, right now they're <laughs> I, I'm and I'm a little tired and mentally fried, so I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not clicking. Sure, on all but cylinders. newcomer. I mean, whatever. Yeah. So, but maybe I mean, they, that. they think he's legit. Now, whether he is or isn't, I don't know. They we'll potentially see. have a slew of wide receivers. Yeah, especially relative to what Lane typically does at wide receiver, which is stay in a rotation that's out there and not sub a ton. Now, does he start subbing more as time goes on because of his more depth there? I I, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, we've discussed offensive line to death. They need as many as they can get, however they can get them, and there aren't many out there. Got one yesterday. Yeah. Get and, Southern. And there's a belief, and not just at Ole Miss, but there's a belief at a lot of places that a lot, I shouldn't say a lot, that there will be more offensive line prospects get into the portal after their bowl games. Mm-hmm. And after the spring. I mean, you know, Ole Miss got Victor Kern kind of late, and he was a godsend this year. Well, Lane referenced that again yesterday. There's, there's another portal period. May first through the fifteenth. I mean, I can't wait. Uh, that that uh, that pops up where you now. Last year, that portal period was not as active as people thought it would be. There were not as many guys in it as I think some coaches thought would 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 uh, would happen. In the stream, Big Ben makes a good point. Paying guys that rich schools wouldn't pay is dumb. It's a red flag. Yeah, being efficient with guys who can actually play. And it's something Ole Miss has done pretty well, and they used to not under some previous staffs, is they would go, no, 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 we just got to have a dude. And it's like, why are you signing 30 guys that include nine who 
are never going to play at the SEC level to simply say you added more guys to your thing. No, either a guy can play or he can't, and don't take anybody who can't. You're going to miss. You're going to have bad evaluations. But going in just as flyer because this just sounds good, that makes that makes no sense. And I think that happens less and less with Ole Miss where it's sitting right there. My point is, that was pretty defense-focused right now because they need they need, they, they need defenders. need a lot of defense, guys. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where it's due here. I was thinking it, but then he typed it, so I'll give credit to Rebel Grizz. He says, the Georgia blowout was good for Lane and Ole Miss. I agree. 100%. 100%. I agree completely. You saw that you defensive front seven, you were not an elite at an elite level. They knew it anyway. But it was right there. But there's something about getting hammered with it in your face where you can't avoid it. There's nowhere to go. You're stuck here for the next three hours in this loud place that's celebrating your demise. And you have no choice but to kind of look at each other and go, we got to fix this. Because look, if you if you play that game close, right, or pull off an upset, you can trick yourself into thinking, we got it. No, 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 you don't. No, they hammered you. You can talk about officiating. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can do whatever you want to do in that game. Look, the fact is they mauled you up front, offensive line versus defensive line. They mauled you, and you know it. And so you have no choice but to go, okay, this has to be priority one. And for everything I can tell, it is. It was the it was the line version of that Arkansas fourteen game where they went no go get Chad we don't have a quarterback one hundred percent go get Kelly yeah no, I mean you got there was no there was no escaping it like there was a question that Lane got on that Monday after about the playoffs and, he said, and no. his answer was great it was very frank it was I mean you you guys you right you saw we're not there I mean we're we're not a playoff team. And he didn't throw anybody under the bus, but he could have said it. And he would have been exactly right. You watched the lines of scrimmage. We're not a – that's a playoff team. Mm-hmm. We're not a playoff team. And you saw it. It's right there. You could see it as wheels turning. Like, we just got to get through these next couple of weeks and get to that. We got to fix that. He's right. It's why they want Walter Nolan. It's why they want Princely. It's why they want uh, – it's why they spent to retain Jared Ivey. It's why they spent to retain J.J. Pegues. And make no mistake, guys, they spent to retain those guys. Okay. They, yeah, they, they've they, had a hell of a retention period, but they also had to pay for that retention period. Yes, those guys that go, "Hey, I'm just a rebel." That's yeah, cool. no, no, they they paid for that. I mean, we we've heard daily through this period. Credit to Lane and Walker and the whole deal to get it done. Because look, if you can keep a guy or get a guy, keep the guy. You already know what he is. He's in your program. Yeah. It makes all the sense in the world if he can play. Yeah, but I mean, we've been hearing about contract negotiations for each one of these dudes yeah. as time is going on. I mean, there's a reason that they. I mean. Don't get mad at me. Everybody does it. They pre-portaled Chris Paul. Yeah. I mean, they they felt like he could come in and be an impact SEC linebacker. Why? Because he already was one. <clears throat> I mean, he's a very good linebacker. I mean, they, they pre-portaled. Are you going to stick with Chris? You're not going to do what everybody else does and call him Poo constantly every day? If I talk to him and he says, I prefer to be called Poo, I will call him Poo. There's some people who really like the nicknames. I, I know. Because it makes you think they know, like, we're buddies, I know. Sorry. Go ahead. My fault. It's always amazing how they can report where people were when they don't live anywhere near there. They can report it as fact. He was at X. How do you know? You're not there. Stop. Chris Paul isn't. I mean, I'll, I'll remember that name. That's 
Christopher Paul Jr. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Paul Jr. I'll call him Christopher. I'll call him Chris. But if he asks for me to call him Pooh, I'll call him Pooh. That's cool. What if he has to call him like CPJ or something? You good? I mean, I'll try. Good. I can't promise that I'll remember that all the time. You don't think so? Well, I called uh, Carnell Williams Carnell because he never asked for me to call him Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, do we call a player a nickname without real, like... It feels like Arkansas calls Rocket Sanders Rocket for some reason. Yeah. It feels like that is his clear name. He's now in South Carolina, effective did today. He, did he do yeah. that? Yeah, oh, okay. South Carolina. Oh. Jumping on the Titanic, bud. Congratulations. Got paid. Again, he got... They had a lot of money coming off the books. It was all about money. He looked at Kentucky. He looked at South Carolina. He looked at some other programs. He got more there. It's a payday. He tore his meniscus. He tore his labrum. There's no guarantee that he's going to play in the NFL. Get paid. That's the part people got to understand. It's not about, well, this is a better fit, and this gives me a chance to win. These older guys, man, from a lot of them, it's not about that. Which is the credit for keeping a team together when you have a loss. 100%. It is a hell of an accomplishment. 100%. Because. 100%. Like, Eli Drinkwitz doesn't get enough credit. They lost that heartbreaking game to LSU, and they bounced back. Mm-hmm. Lane lost that game to Alabama. Alabama and, and Georgia, and, frankly. Yeah. To Georgia after that, it was just like, let's just limp to the finish line, and they did. But the resilience to beat LSU that night, Boy, I mean, you went to margin of error. I mean, like you lose that game, and I'm telling you, it gets squirrely. I'm convinced I'm right. There's two in a row. You're out of it. And I, I'm convinced, Georgia's still on the schedule. I'm convinced they lose to Arkansas the next week if they lose to out. Yeah, you never thought four and two was the answer. I mean, I'll, we'll never know. It's you a, thought five and one, six and oh, three and three. I did. There's no way to ever prove it, and so people will fight you on it. I'm, I, I, it's not a debate I'm willing yeah, to whatever. have. I don't care. But that's what I believed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll freely admit when LSU went up no, look, nine they, they, points in the fourth quarter, I thought this season's falling apart. That press conference yesterday happened and the momentum in the Grove Collective is happening and all the stuff and the Peach Bowl and the Access Bowl and all that stuff, that all happened in an eight-minute period against LSU in Oxford. You're down nine with like 10 to go. Yeah. And I thought, I thought no margin of error. And Jaden Daniels on the other sideline. Where you got to score, you got to get a stop, you got to score again. And then you got to get another stop. Because Trey Harris didn't fall down to the one. And you gave the Heisman Trophy winner the ball on 40-something seconds. And, and he damn near did it. Damn near did it. Yeah, that pass is six inches lower, and we wouldn't be having the debate on whether you should have stepped down at the one or not. They don't have two false starts. It's pretty. It's pretty. It was the first play that went down the sideline, right, for uh-huh. like 40. And he hit him on a cross. He hit, him right. Right, he hit him right in stride, and dude just went running right in front of Kiffin. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Kiffin had multiple moments during that that drive and the end of the previous drive where he wanted to just lie down, it looked like. And it was one of the <laughs> – I've kind of started working on the 10 Year thing. thing. Yeah, and, and the one that really sticks out to me is Trey Harris – going into the end zone, and for whatever reason, I'm, st- I'm standing in that end zone. Trey Harris is running right at me and uh, like literally ended up like right here to me. Uh-huh. But I was watching Lane, and Lane dropped to his knees. And, and it, it wasn't, wasn't celebration. No, no, no. At first, I thought, oh, wow, this is a cathartic. And then I went, no, that's not what this is. Oh, crap. This was a, oh, shit. There's time left. 
Oh, we're going to give him the ball. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was big. It was a like that was a crazy moment. The least celebrated final minute touchdown in history for Lane Kiffin there. Well, he knew. I mean, yeah. he knew we're going to give that guy and those receivers the ball again. Mhm. And you had to kind of be there a little bit to know that was like that felt like whoever gets it last is winning. And Jaden was on fire that night. So was Ole Miss. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, but but, but Jaden Daniels was terrific that night. I mean, his only mistake all night was the fumble when he got popped early. Yeah. That was it. Otherwise, I mean, they were really efficient until the fourth quarter when suddenly Ole Miss got stops. Mm -hmm. It was a crazy game. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But it took hindsight to realize just how big it was. Where you went, oh wow, that changed everything. I don't know. I kind of thought it at the yeah. time because and the then, schedule set up, and, and then watching that Arkansas game unfold the next week, I can remember thinking, man, if they had lost last week, this is an L. This, I mean, I'm, I'm convinced of it. We'll never know. We'll never be able to prove it. It doesn't matter at all. Please don't send me crap yeah, about yeah. it. This was what I was thinking. I, I I believe in my heart that that LSU game was two games. Yeah. So. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy. That's in Oxford. Tyson Drugs is in Holly Springs. And they have their high-dose flu shots for any patient who is uh, wanting to get that. They highly recommend it for any patient over 65 years old. Most clinics typically give standard dose to all patients. But again... They have the uh, high dose for anyone over 65. They also have the RSV vaccine for anyone who uh, needs that for that extra protection. Those are by appointment, which makes getting in and out super easy. Just give them a call to schedule 662-236-2222 at GNM in Oxford or 662-252-2321 for Tyson Drugs in Holly Springs. Oh, we're brought to you by Argent Wealth. Argent Wealth, based in Ridgeland, Mississippi. They've got clients in more than 20 states. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and uh, much more. It's myargentwealth.com, myargentwealth.com. We're also brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John if you're uh, maybe planning a summer vacation, which is something a lot of people start doing right about now. Uh, you want a special trip that creates a lifetime of unique memories, get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and let him give you some options that you're probably not going to find on your own. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. Uh, if you're looking to uh, plan that last-minute Christmas party, a fabulous company dinner, a festive party event, whatever the case may be, still got time, get in touch with the people at OPA. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. Fabulous food, great craft libations. They can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Uh, if you're looking for a job, they can help you across the board. It's always free for the candidate. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, they can uh, help you as well. Payment of service solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send, so you've got nothing to lose. Uh, give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile. 
using conservative, state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. From routine checkups to advanced treatment, including implants and Invisalign, Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. So schedule your appointment today. Take the first step toward a better version of yourself at CorinthDental.com. Are you a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur looking to diversify? Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. You've got nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, or 404-973-9901. Style Assemblies, Women's Boutique on the Square, offering clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, art, and more. A huge selection of gooder sunglasses for men and women. They just launched their new online store, you can shop from anywhere. That's shopstyleassembly.com. Click shop now. It's free anywhere in the U.S. For shipping on orders over $150. Exclusive discount code RG15 on the website between now until the end of the year to receive 15% off your first online purchase. They're a corporate sponsor of the Grove Collective, a founding member of the Grove Collective Business Coalition. And again, you can stop in in person as well. That's 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig. Ask for Kate, the owner, and she'll help you out. Again, that's Shop Style Assembly. Dot com. Yeah, I meant to in the stream get to somebody's marathon question. I think you're asking recommendations for a third one. What are the two that you have run to this point? Um, I have not. I, if you said that, I have not seen that. Um, somebody said flat marathons are hard on your quads. You're not using other muscles. Prefer rolling heels. The problem with rolling heels: be careful in the downhills because that will kill your quads because of the pounding going down the hill and also the torque if you're going down a curved hill. Okay. Well. <clears throat> Really get to your ankles over the course of four hours. Okay. So, yeah, tell us where you've been, and we'll do our best for uh, for that with you. Uh, we mentioned yesterday the uh, top 25 in basketball not being something expected. Today, it's bracketology, Neil. It's de- middle of December, and the Rebels are in the field of 68. I, mean, I, I, of, res- uh, I respect the game. As of today. It's hard for me to take the bracketology. To pre- You're not ready to go ahead and make those reservations for Omaha, Nebraska? I got some re- restaurant recommendations. I can hook you up. We, we can we De- take care of it. December the thirteenth feels a little early to, to completely invest in bracketology, but sure. You mean the fact that there's eighteen conference games remaining at this I point? Mean, that that is one of the factors, certainly. Okay. <laughs> Ole Miss getting some national respect. Chris Beard's their head coach. They're undefeated. They're yeah, in the SEC. Absolutely. Um, no, I'm not minimizing what they've done. They're at all. starting to get some benefit of the doubt because of. Just the sample size, if sure. you will, is starting to raise. Well, they're winning games. Again, bracketology was probably one of the five most things clicked on ESPN yesterday, so I understand why they write it and why Lenardi does this right now. Yeah, sure. Or whoever does it, I'm assuming sure. it's Lenardi. Is it Lenardi? And he probably admits in the... Oh, yeah, he's... Hey, look. Hey, we're, we're playing a game here. But it's fun. No, no harm. Again, we like brackets. Whenever you want to give us a bracket, we'll yeah. look at a bracket... Mississippi State, one of the last four buys, that meaning they're not in a play-in game the way this this works now with the 68, which I still am not completely used to. I don't mind it. I'm not yelling about it, but it's kind of whatever. Uh, South Carolina and Mississippi State, one of the last four buys in uh, in that last four in. New Mexico, Cincinnati. I can just tell you now that if South Carolina makes the NCAA tournament, Lamont Paris. Coach of all the There's years. your coach of the years. You don't care what Ole Miss does, nah, do you? I mean, nothing against Chris. <laughs> I'm a big Chris Beard fan, but no. Lamont. <laughs> that was a complete, total train wreck. 
I do like the one kid from that, Michi. Is that right? Does he play for them? Yeah, Carolina. Yeah, I haven't watched them yet. Yeah, I, I like they have a couple kids that I like. Okay, but yeah, no, it's it's not a. You're not going. Wow, was that Kentucky out there? You're 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 checking out. SC on the next four out. I saw Bronny made his debut yeah. over the course of the uh, which was awesome weekend. Yeah, I'm glad he's healthy. I mean, Absolutely. I know no shade toward no. that. I'm glad he's glad, glad he's healthy. I I thought they did him a. I thought social media did him a disjustice. Just, just justice disservice disservice either way whatever okay um for all intents and purposes um intensive purposes yeah uh (laughs) i love that one he fell and hit his head on a curve (laughs) c-u-r-v-e that might have been my favorite ever i just learned it went huh for all intensive purposes (laughs) i mean i literally had to stop what i was doing and just allow myself to laugh (laughs) Um, but they put his <laughs> stat line up, and it's like that's not the point. Quit no, no. the fact that he had four points in a debut. You're almost like making fun of him in a way that you're not. No, you're, no. you're not trying to, but totally stop. unfair. The story was that he, he got back and played. He yeah. got cleared to play. Yeah, had a heart issue, got over it, or to whatever level, and he had cardiac arrest. Yeah, turns out that he had a a a, a heart birth defect kind oh, of really? thing that okay. they that they have addressed now. And he's on a path to full recovery, which is awesome mm-hmm. for any kid. The fact that he's LeBron James's kid just puts him on a bigger magnifying. But it's a wonderful story, also, in much the same way that Keontae Johnson uh-oh. getting to play professionally is such a heartwarming. I mean, dude, I didn't care two dams about Kansas State, and I pulled for them last year. I did year. too. Just I was for Keontae Johnson. I mean, he I've, was fun. That team was fun. Let's let's go. I've watched a blue game on the internet just because. Really? Yeah, because he's playing. It's fun. It's awesome. What's his ceiling? Play in the league. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Probably not for the Thunder. They're too crowded. But he could play in the league. It's too good. Can't break that rotation. Yeah. Hey. Pretty hey. tough right now. Hey. Can't. On pace to win about fifty-five games. He could play not, for the Pistons. He could play for the Pistons. He'll play for the Pistons. There are teams, but there are teams that he could play for. And he could end up playing for the Thunder, but some stuff would have to happen. Their 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 minutes are pretty hard to come by right now. As of today, again, December the thirteenth, Arizona, Purdue, UConn, and Kansas, the number one seeds. As of today, that might hold. That feels could. pretty real. Uh, Florida currently a nine seed. Auburn a five seed right yeah. now. Um, Bruce is good, man. Yeah, just rolling. Stayed a 10 seed. Memphis, by the way, has first-round games this year. Just okay. keeping head head up for anything that might matter down the road with that. Um, FAU, a four seed the year after they met on their run. Mm-hmm. Kentucky, a six. They'd be a hellaciously difficult six for somebody. <sighs> you wouldn't want them to be the six in your bracket. Some three seed would look at that and go, are you at? Yeah. Yeah, that it's early. Kentucky's going going to be higher than a six seed. That's what I would think, too. Yeah, I think they're good. I think they're title good. We just don't know it yet, frankly. I, I think if they put it all together and he does a good job, they've got a chance to make a run here in this uh, in this thing. South Carolina, a 10 seed in this bracket. Again, it's based off they're 9-1, and one and they lost to Clemson. Is there one loss? Who's really good? Tennessee, a 3 seed. They've been weird. I, I'm not giving up on the balls, but that feels not what I kind of thought it might be heading into the season at this point, even though we're in a small sample size. Duke a six seed, and I'm not sure that they're just not good and they just have Duke across their jersey and we're giving them way too much benefit of the doubt. They've got a couple of good players. They they still have some time to put it together. 
uh, that um, I can't think of the kid's names, like a Polish name. Um, he's a good interior player. They they do some good things. They're they're pretty talented. Okay, Alabama five seed. Yeah, in this uh, bracket. Hey, and then, by the uh, way, uh, watch for uh, watch for Nate Oates at Michigan. In Michigan. Yeah, next year. Okay. That makes sense. What do Bama would do? But you're in now. You got to go hire a good coach. But I don't. That's know who, true because you're. I mean, I don't know who you go hire. Yeah. Nate's done a terrific job there. He has. Uh, again, in this bracket, Ole Miss a nine seed in Omaha, Nebraska, um, facing Colorado in an eight nine game. Oh. The winner would face the winner of Kansas versus Prairie View or Merrimack in the uh, second round. So probably Merrimack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Merrimack. If they can, if 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 the Jayhawks can't get past them, it'd be Merrimack, uh, Ole Miss, or Colorado. They're in the uh, the second round in Omaha. That is in the Dallas regional. the The Sweet Sixteen regionals are in Boston, Dallas, Detroit, and Los Angeles. Where are the first round sites? Salt Lake, Indianapolis, Pittsburgh, Spokane, Omaha, Memphis, Brooklyn, Charlotte. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. Yeah, they're fine. Conference breakdown, Big 12, nine teams. SEC, nine teams. Big 10, six teams. Big East, six teams. ACC, five teams. Pac-12, four teams. Mountain West, three. American, two. I will say that if you tell me the SEC gets nine bids, I start really thinking Ole Miss has a shot. Nine. Yeah, I mean. So who from the SEC didn't get in in his thing? A&M. A&M doesn't get in in that? I don't think so. Arkansas didn't either, right? No, I didn't see Arkansas. No, Arkansas's a no. Vandy's a no. Georgia's a no. Georgia's a no. Missouri? Are they in? No. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's way too early. I missed Texas A&M. They were a seven seed in Omaha. Okay. Yeah, I missed them. Um, By the way, the six... You don't have to be fast to run Chicago. I've run it twice. I don't think anybody would call me fast. I don't know what you mean by fast, but they do a terrific job there. Of um, no, that's not like running CIM or Boston or something. I mean, no. that's not. They do a terrific job there of putting you in in uh, corrals, twenty minute corrals, and so if you run a four twenty uh, pace, they'll put you in a corral with other people that run four twenty, and for whatever reason, it. They're really good about it. Yeah, no, I look. I've run it. I've run it twice, and it was it was it was great. I've and got the, a the couple, weather's typically really good. I've got a couple things that I have to get done to be in a place to do this. I want to run one before the next year or two, and and get there and do it. And I'm only going to run a major place like that because I'm only running one. So right. if I'm going to do that, I'm going to run Chicago or New York or something where it's. Like, I, if you're only going to, like, you're in a different place. You're running a bunch of marathons. I'm running one marathon in my life. And if I do that, I don't want to go, hey, I went to, you know, where, Indianapolis or yeah, something. No, like, no. go do the one. And I know I'm having people in my life yell at me right now because I think it's dumb, but that's. No, I want to run one more. I've got to get my knee well, but I want to run one more. I mean, I'm running out of time to run one more. I need to do it. In do the you next- think you can get healthy enough to do it? Yeah, if I could just get my knee to hold up. Okay. It's the cardio and stuff, yeah, I'm good. I could get out and run 10 miles today 
It's just my stupid knee. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, Chicago has a place for you if you run a six-hour marathon. Yeah, I mean, you're fine. Yeah, it's all it's all cool. And the weather's probably not. I mean, you've done it. I mean, November is not October. It's Chicago, October. It's yeah. October. It's October. Uh, the other one that I ran that was fantastic from a weather standpoint and just was our grandma's marathon in Duluth, Minnesota. You had a great time with that Loved one, except it. for the chafing issue. Yeah, that was that was on me though. Well, and it poured down rain when we were standing there waiting for it to start. Yeah. And then I ran I ran Big Sur, which was gorgeous, right? But it was brutal on my body. The hills and the torque and that was why'd you pick that one? Because it's such a hard race. I thought it would be really pretty. Okay. I mean, it's and, fine. It, and it was. Yeah, it's cool. It was gorgeous. I was just curious. Your best is like four flat? Yeah, my best is like four hours and three minutes. Okay. I've basically done that twice. Chicago and Grandma's. I mean, Grandma's was the one that had I trusted myself a little bit, I would have I would have broken four hours because I was really being careful with my pace. Mm-hmm. And I got to like the last three miles, and I'm like, holy shit, I feel great. You were trying to make sure you didn't conk well, out. I didn't bonk the way I did once in Chicago where I got to like 22 miles and suddenly I'm, you couldn't do anything. Well, suddenly I'm like cramping and yeah, the salts all over my arms. Did you do a lot of jails? So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did all that, but I was even better about it in Duluth and I got to the last three miles and I'm like, I feel great. And I started running. Mm-hmm. And I ran like seven minute miles at the end. I was cruising. I was just passing people. Yeah, because you're 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 seeing a lot of folks who were just trying to get there. Oh yeah. I mean, people, so if you have anything left, people I were mean, looking at me like, "What the hell are you doing?" And I was like, "I just I'm going." And it, it, also, it was kind of cold, and I was ready to get done. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, had I had I kicked into gear a little bit earlier that day, I would have broken four hours. Mm-hmm. Now, when I ran Chicago with injuries and loaded full of steroids and feeling terrible, I ran it. That was your hip issue one, yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah, I was like four forty. It was okay. awful. I was in pain. It was miserable. Yeah, it was miserable. And, it and was because humid. it wasn't your first one, it wasn't even like this cathartic no, thing. Uh-uh. You're it just was, sucking. And it was hot and muggy. And so you were getting dehydrated and there was nothing you could do about it. Yeah. So. Okay. Wide variety of topics on uh, today's show. Yeah. We get into our... Uh, Grind, I've told this story, but I had... I'd never run one before. I'd never gotten... To, and when you run in the South... You never experience this because you sweat so much because it's so humid. It was 52 degrees and there was no humidity at all in Chicago. Um, and so I really didn't sweat the whole time, which is a bizarre thing to say, but I don't think I ever really sweated. And so I got to like 23, 22, 23 miles and I reached down and did something to my arm just by habit and it felt there was like sand. I felt like there was sand on my arm. Mm-hmm. And I was, you're off in your own world when you've run that much. And I thought, I wonder if that's like the sand off Lake Michigan. That was my first thought. <laughs> and then I was like, nah. no, it's not that. Like, what is that? And then I just kept going. And at one point, I just did the top of my head just out of habit. Because when you run in the south. Are you wearing a cap? I, I didn't wear a cap. Did you night. really not? Sweat? Okay, I wasn't sweating. Enough. Yeah, all right. But I'm so used to wiping the sweat off my head when you're running like 13, 14, 15 miles down here 
you know, where you're just drenched. And so I, by habit, and I'm like, there's more of it. And I was like, what the hell is that? And I looked, it was salt. It was the dehydration. Um, no, grind. I know you're not a runner. You're asking, would you rather run in 30 or 90 degree weather? It's 30, 30. all day. 90 would be almost impossible because you'd have a terrible time keeping your hydration and your electrolytes even. Like it just. Yeah. Your body it, will warm up running in the cold. Yeah. Because you even dress 10 to 15 degrees warmer than the temperature actually is. And then you'll, you'll be okay. I have a, I have really sensitive teeth. I have a hard time anything below about 30 because my teeth start hurting. Oh, really? Yeah, the wind hits my teeth, and I have. I mean, I, I think I think if I was running a marathon in really really cold weather, I'd have to wear a mouth guard or something to protect my teeth. It's nothing else, but my my, my mouth starts hurting a little bit. So that's like that day we ran the ten mile in Batesville. So cold. God, it was cold. I, I've run that one now like five times, and it's always in like the twenties. Like it's yeah. uh, it's like because it's like November fifteenth and. Yeah, I'll never do that one again because it was so cold. You just one done it that oh, once. I did it that one time. It was so cold. It was so <laughs> freaking cold. Yeah, I kept thinking, you know, I'll warm up. I'm running, and you don't. No, and I was like moving that day. I was like, let's get this done, and I just couldn't. I, I remember being cold at the beginning, and I was cold at the end. And it's not like it's a pretty course or anything, but I kind of like it. It's just easy to go over there. And yeah, it's you just 10, it's not going to kill nowhere. you. Yeah, and no, it's, it's fine. It's fine, yeah. but it's. But I never warmed up that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for uh, you. They have everything you need. You got full meals in a bag, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter. They have the Simply Shrimp that you can season yourself, maybe the more discerning palates, kids that you need to uh, do a little extra attention to. They can help you with those. They ship it directly to your door. Fewer than 10 minutes, freezer to plate. Maybe it's great for some uh, holiday recipes, a quick snack, take care of dinner when things are busy, kids are busy, a lot of stuff going on there. With Prime Shrimp, use code RG at primeshrimp.com. Five pouches or more, get 25% off at primeshrimp.com. Southern Traditions Farm is a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. It's operated by our friends, the Craddocks, good friends, the Craddocks. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails, a whole lot offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner to advanced, competing in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a, a great venue for events and things of that nature. So get in touch with them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Would you like some peace of mind knowing that your roof is taken care of, whether you need an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program? Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business as a GAF Master Elite Contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Licensed and insured, Riverland Services, Mississippi, and its surrounding states. So give them a call at 662-644-4297. Are you ready for the ultimate college experience? Welcome to College Town Oxford, your new home away from home. They know you want the best, and that's exactly what they offer. No more long commutes or missing out on campus events <coughs> at Ole Miss, College Town Oxford, right next door to the campus. Offering spacious two, three, four, and five bedroom cottages, each with individual leases because they believe in flexibility and simplicity. Their uh, amenities will make you feel like you're living in a resort, whether it's a weekend binge watching session or hosting the best game day parties, you'll do it in comfort and style at College Town Oxford. <coughs> Text their VIP list today to become the first to know when their leasing for fall 2024 is open. 662 300 3733. And we're brought to you by uh, Art Hayes, Sotheby's International Realty. He sponsors the mailbag that will be up later today. 
Are you thinking of making a move? Put the power of Sotheby's International Realty to work for you. As a licensed agent with Sotheby's International Realty and a supporter of all things Ole Miss, Art can help you buy or sell in your hometown or anywhere in the world at no charge to you. Seriously. So call and ask Art how. 612-805-5929 or email Art at Arthur.Hayes at LakesMN.com. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Service people across rural communities, two packages. The Ignite, the 100 MBPS, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, or any world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So get the uh, best internet in Lafayette County. That's 662-238-3159. Neil mentioned uh, the Craddock's been joining me for a podcast yesterday. I'll publish that later uh, today. We've been with them for 10 years now for a uh, partnership with the Oxford Exxon and Blue Sky. And we just kind of wanted to uh, kind of talk for a little while about what that uh, the partnerships meant, what it was like 10 years ago, retell some stories and some different things along the uh, way. We get into some parenting, get into some different stuff. So uh, not going to be hard hitting, not going to be sports, but if you want to just hear uh, a couple people talk about the past, the present, the future, uh, check that out here on the network here a little bit uh, later today with uh, with Ben. Uh, let's see. Catching up on the stream real quick. And I'll go into our last couple, uh, couple things. Yeah, no, St. Jude is in December. Uh, you could not do the St. Jude marathon in June. People would not make it. Mm-mm. That would be a problem. Mm-mm. I can't imagine that. Nope. It's why New Orleans is a very difficult place to run a marathon, even though it's completely flat because the weather can bite you. It's why I've never even thought about that one. I've thought about it because of how much I like it, but it's like you get the wrong temperature one day and you're done. You just don't do it. And that, that, that doesn't. And that would suck to train for something and wake up and it's 87 degrees with, with humidity. Humi- no, because you're just not going <laughs> to. That's not going to be. Enjoy- yeah. You're just going to hurt yourself. Yeah. So. um, The Tupelo 14.2 in September is a weird race because you're starting at 5 a.m. And it's so dark early on like these dark country roads. It's, it's a weird race. I'm good. <laughs> If I'm going to go run that far, if I'm going to go run that far, I'm going someplace. Nothing against Tupelo. (laughs) You're fine. But I'm going to go someplace that's scenic or different. Yeah. You run all through Chesterville and it's fine. I'm sure it is. It's 530 in the morning. I'd, I'd rather not. Well, the problem with here is you feel weird. I mean, you're leaving your house at 3 a.m. to go run in Tupelo. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just to get ready, idiotic. or you go get a hotel room, and you're going, "What am I doing?" Like yeah. mentally, look. If, if I want to go run at three in the morning, I'm going to get on a treadmill, and I'll just run. New Orleans would be awesome if you get a great day for weather. It's just Austin says Ole Miss is accused of contacting a West Virginia kid who isn't in the portal. Probably did. So Probably did everybody did. else. Everybody's doing it. Again, everyone tampers. Do not complain about tampering if you're a college football fan. Yeah, if I'm the NCAA, I'm not listening to one single nope. gripe. Did they? Probably. Yeah. Did West Virginia tamper? Absolutely. Everyone's tampering. Yeah, Neil Brown, shut up. Everyone's tampering. There are absolutely people tampering the Ole Miss roster, and Ole Miss absolutely tampered, so shut up. To me, it's not even a story. 
anybody that writes that story, I, I know immediately you're a fanboy. Everybody does it. No exceptions. Austin asking how much longer does FSU stay in the ACC? Not much longer. Grind asking, is anybody going to care about FSU much longer? You don't care about that league because they have no teeth. You lost the tiebreaker. You're. I know nobody believes me, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, but I, I, I think the ACC is coming to an end. Five years? Less. Really? Yeah. The conference the big are just schools losing want, the, Clemson the, and Florida State, and it doesn't matter. The big schools want out, and the networks are going to the networks are going to work it out. If you're if you're ESPN, do you want Florida State in the ACC, or do you want Florida State in one of the two big leagues? And I don't know the answer to that, but if the answer is they're better in one of the two big leagues, you're going to make it work. Tyler Van Dyke to Wisconsin, by the way. Yeah, I saw that former Miami quarterback headed to play for Phil Longo, and uh, he'll be good in that system. Luke Fickle. Yeah, sorry, having a hard time coming up with his uh his name. Did you see either ejection in the NBA last night? Uh, I saw Draymond's. I saw him throw the. He shot said he was at, just trying to sell a foul, so he flung his arm backwards. I don't believe that. You think he was throwing a punch? Watching it intentionally, I, I think he was meaning to make contact, and he did. Got ejected. Yeah. Suspension. Yeah, of course, has to. Will it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. His second. It would be his second suspension of the young season. Yeah, he, he. This is what he does, and it, it's it's mind numbing, really, because he's he's a very good basketball player. He's one of the smarter basketball players around. You ask him about teams, and he'll talk about them in in detail. He, he's he's very very good. He's a facilitator and a historically good offense over time, and he just does this stuff. And I don't understand it. And if I'm the if I'm the Warriors, it's maddening. Because look, the West is going to be a beast. The West is going to be a beast. You don't need to playoffs. lose a dude for a few games. You, the West is going to be. You got the Lakers. You've got Denver. You've got the Suns if they figure it out. Who knows what 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 will happen with the Pelicans with Zion the the. the the, you got the young Thunder team that that's real. The Kings are explosive. I mean, you you just don't have time to be screwing around and losing games because this guy that's one of the leaders of your team does imbecilic stuff. Just play. It's going to the 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 wet the Mavericks. Luca's playing at a super level right now. You just don't have time for this. You you need to play basketball and shut up and get. Because look, the the Warriors' margin for error is is smaller than it's ever been. Because Clay Thompson's not the same player anymore. Father mm-hmm. Time, that dude is unbeaten with the exception of LeBron, apparently, and he's taken a step away from Clay. Timberwolves, yeah, the Timberwolves are really good. I mean, there's just there's no freebie in the West. Like, there's nobody you look at and go, okay, well, that's going to be an easy series. Nope, it's not. There's not one. So you you need to be really locked in. And I just don't think they're able to get locked in for whatever reason. Elsewhere in the uh, NBA last night in Chicago, uh, Nikola Jokic was ejected with 108 remaining in the second quarter of a 114-106 win over the Chicago Bulls. I mean, it looked like nothing really happened physically. He yelled toward official uh, Musa Dar looking for a foul call while jogging back up the floor to get back on defense. 
He's giving a technical and then immediately ejected, drawing uh, booze from the Chicago crowd. Call the foul, MFR. Jokic yelled. Um, crew chief Mark Lindsay said via the pool report that he was ejected after one technical foul because he directed profane language at the official. Oh, come on. And that our standards warranted an ejection. He acknowledged, Jokic uh, acknowledged his language crossed the line but said sometimes that's not even a technical and didn't understand why you got a one-tech Well, I, mean, I think what's important it. to note is all those people that paid their good money to go to the United Center last night went to see Musa, whatever his name is, uh, call a game. They, they weren't there to see the, the, one of the great centers of all time play. Also had extra fans in attendance Tuesday night in Chicago as the Bulls offered a group ticket package and were expecting a large contingent of Serbian fans, according to Bulls Public Relations Tuesday. Um, and it's his only visit to United Center this season. Yeah. Um, Those people there see Musa, the official. Yeah, I saw where the, the, the Wizards are moving. They're leaving downtown D.C., going to Virginia. Alexandria, I believe. Okay. Yeah, that's great. I mean, look. Capitals, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I ate at a restaurant right across the street from that arena not so long ago. I, in all seriousness, how does Jokic get ejected for that? I don't know. Most stars don't get ejected no. for that. No, LeBron they, has no shot of getting ejected nor for does that. He, nor should he be. No, no, no. fine. If, yeah, I, yeah. if I go to a Lakers game, I'm in part wanting to watch LeBron. Yeah. What are we doing? Stop. Exactly. Because the dude on the the 10th dude on the bench shouldn't get ejected for that. Forget protecting the stars. The people are there to see the stars. Yeah, he didn't. He he yelled at an official. If I go to a Nuggets game, I want to watch. Jokic. He didn't even stop and yell at the official. Yeah. He's still running up the court. And the guy in in, in section two hundred eight didn't hear it and doesn't care. and doesn't care. Give Not him, even go. Give him a technical. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Hey, and look at him and go. You can't do that. Let the Bulls go shoot a shot and take the ball. Tell him to chill out. Give him a minute to chill out. NBA players lobby for fouls. That's what they do. It's part of the game. The exact opposite of the Nuggets are the Detroit Pistons. They lost their 20th straight game last night. They are somewhat closing in on the NBA record, which is held by the 2014-15, 2015-2016-76ers. Um, How many of the Spurs lost in a row now? I don't know the answer to that. Look, someone smarter than me looked at the schedule and said that barring an upset, the uh, Pistons are there's. It could be very easy for that streak to hit 34 before they play the Spurs. It's kind of where it's sitting there with the uh, with Detroit. The Athletic had talked to one of the Pistons beat writers about just what the hell's going on and what it looks like. The Pistons currently uh, have the longest running current regular season and postseason losing streaks. So that's something good for you. Oh, there you go. Detroit. It's a mess. Uh, Justin Herbert done for the year after his... Uh, oh, is he? Yeah, his fractured finger is going to uh, end his season for the 5-8 and eight Chargers. Mahomes apologized for his post-game interactions with Josh Allen after the uh, game yeah, that on was crap. Sunday. Come yes, on. It, yeah. What was Josh going to do? <laughs> he didn't call the foul, though, offsides. Um, ESPN reported that Tony had lined up offsides four times during the game and that that was the first one that was called um, from from Sunday. I saw that somewhere. Al Michaels not calling any playoff games this year. They've removed him from uh, playoff coverage after any criticism the last few years. Riley Leonard is headed to Notre Dame. That is official now. Yeah. So they get their next uh, they get their next quarterback. 
And then I know nobody really cares about the NHL, but the Blues have fired their head coach after a thirteen and fourteen start there in the uh, in the NHL. Campbell went to an NHL game last night. Did you? Yeah, Flyers, Flyers and Predators. Okay, I think uh, Preds won in overtime. Did I think? Did you have a good time? Yeah, stayed to the end. Stayed to the end. Whoa. I know. It's blown away. Again, schedule reveal, 6 o'clock tonight, ESPN. You already know Ole Miss' schedule. We've been over that multiple times. Uh, I am curious to see what that next-to-last week of the year looks like because, obviously, Ole Miss has got a trip to Florida, what is most certainly five days prior to the Egg Bowl. Alabama, big game, too. Alabama-Oklahoma is the week before the Iron Bowl uh, next year. So, they got uh, got that one. We know Alabama's two games there. Georgia, again, of September the 28th, early in the season, and then Oklahoma against the Tide the week before the uh, the Iron Bowl, clearly trying to protect Auburn in that game and make sure Hugh has as good a shot of beating Nick as possible yeah. in next year's uh, Iron Bowl. So the whole schedule reveal coming up. Uh, again, we all know the teams. You'll get the full slate. Again, I think Ole Miss and Georgia are the only teams that have had their full schedules leaked to this point. But anyway. <laughs> I bet that was a fun phone call. Yeah, it's great. So headed into uh, the week, we'll have Jeffrey in the morning. We'll have hand-raised guys tomorrow night. Uh, some football coverage interview-wise at least later today as well. So hope you have a good day. Rebelgrove.com in the meantime, and we wait on any commits or not commits, and we'll be back tomorrow.